there, friend. You're listening to the Sparrow Parents Podcast, where parents can be resourced and supported for ministry in their homes. I'm your host, Pastor Beth Goodberry, and I am so excited that you're here with me today. Stay tuned. Good morning, everyone. We are continuing our devotionals this week in Luke chapter 19, verses 28 to 48. I hope that you will open your Bible along with me and meet with God this morning. We're not going to be here very long today, uh, but we're going to start our day with Jesus. So open up your Bible to Luke chapter 19. Today's episode is specifically looking at verses 36 through 40. Let's start things off by reading this passage together. Again, we are in Luke chapter 19, verses 36 through 40 this morning. As he rode along, that's Jesus riding on the donkey, as he rode along, the crowds spread out their garments on the road ahead of him. When he reached the place where the road started down the Mount of Olives, all of his followers began to shout and sing as they walked along, praising God for all the wonderful miracles they had seen. Blessings on the King who comes in the name of the Lord, peace in heaven, and glory in the highest heaven. But some of the Pharisees among the crowd said, Teacher, rebuke your followers for saying things like that. He replied, if they keep quiet, the stones along the road would burst into cheers. You may have heard of Herod Antipas. Herod Antipas was the ruler of Galilee throughout Jesus's ministry. And actually, a couple of chapters before uh, where we are today in Luke chapter 13, Uh, the Pharisees came to Jesus and said, Herod Antipas wants to kill you. Uh, That's Luke chapter 13 verses, I'm going through Luke, Luke chapter 13 verses 31 to 32. Herod Antipas wants to kill you, the Pharisees said. Jesus replied, go tell that fox that I will keep on casting out demons and healing people today and tomorrow, and the third day I will accomplish my purpose. So Jesus refers to Herod as a fox. (laughs) The Pharisees um, clearly have some sort of idea of Herod because Herod is the ruler of Galilee and and they need to um, follow the Roman law just as much as they um, believe in following the Jewish law because that's where they're living. And so um, Herod is kind of the head honcho here, right? Well, let's compare Herod to Jesus for a minute. Jesus, in this passage, is riding into Jerusalem on a donkey, surrounded by his disciples, and crowds of people are coming and cheering for him and laying down their coats, as we talked about yesterday, and um, waving palm branches and, and worshiping him. Herod Antipas would always enter Jerusalem at the beginning of Passover on a war horse, not a donkey, a war horse, and he would be surrounded by armed soldiers. 
Herod would enter at the same time as Jesus is now entering. Herod would enter from a different direction. And so now Jesus is entering Jerusalem at the beginning of Passover from a different direction on a different kind of animal with unarmed disciples. Jesus is redefining power. When the people would look at Herod entering Jerusalem at this time and in this way, they would probably be afraid. <laughs> they would um, certainly know that he was powerful and, and perhaps even be reminded that they were under his authority. And now Jesus entering Jerusalem from a different direction on a different kind of animal with unarmed disciples, people are praising him and worshiping him for how he is entering Jerusalem. And they are recognizing at some level who he is. Now, we talked yesterday about how Jesus weeps over Jerusalem because they just, they don't understand um, why he is truly there. But they believe that Jesus is going to overthrow the government, which means that they see Jesus as a powerful person. Jesus is redefining power. And then the Pharisees, mm -hmm. they say this. They say, teacher, rebuke your followers for saying things like that. Okay, let's back up one more verse. Verse 38, the people are saying, blessings on the king, the capital K king, who comes in the name of the Lord. Peace in heaven and glory in highest heaven. They are calling Jesus their king. And so now the Pharisees are hearing this and kind of looking over their shoulder like, what if Herod hears this? Or what if Herod's guards hear all of the people, all of the Jews calling Jesus their king? And so they say to Jesus, they call him teacher, <laughs> rebuke your followers for saying things like that. They are afraid. And Jesus replies, if they keep quiet, the stones along the road would burst into cheers. My friends, we talked yesterday about the importance of giving Jesus our worship and truly thanking him and worshiping him from the depths of our being and not just coming to him with request after request after request. And now Jesus wants us. He he. He tells us to bring our requests to God. And so it's not about not asking him for things. But what we talked about how important it is to give him praise and honor and glory for what he does in our lives. And when we do that, we are recognizing him as our Lord, as our King, when we recognize Jesus as our king, our lives are changed and it changes the way we do everything. It changes the way we manage our time because now we want to put God first and we want to give God our best. And that's what we're doing this morning, right? We're giving God our first by meeting with him first and opening up his word first thing. 
and and it changes the way we uh, parent our children because the way that God is our father that that speaks into us and how we discipline our children and how we interact with them and how we love them right it changes the way we drive <laughs> I mean it changes everything it changes how we handle our money my dear friends let's make Jesus our king let's allow Jesus to enter into our lives on his humble animal, on, on his donkey, with his unarmed disciples, right? Figuratively enter into our lives and redefine power. Let's give him the power over our lives. Let's not allow things like fear, things like animosity, to have power over our lives. But rather, let's give Jesus the power and go where he sends us and do what he tells us to do. Let's pray together. Dear Jesus, thank you for how you redefine power in every area of our lives. And God, we want to give you the power in our lives and sometimes it's not very obvious how we need to do that and so God today I pray that you'll make one area of our lives very obvious where we need to give you the power and help us God <laughs> to have the courage to hand that over to you in Jesus name we pray amen